It's that time of year again, where our immunity is really being tested. I have to feel 100% in order to run my weekly podcast, fulfill deliverables for my clients and partners, manage my household, and take care of my family of five. So believe me, I take my health seriously and take all the measures I can to feel my best. Sambacol was developed by a virologist and is a dietary supplement that provides powerful immune support fueled by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. Black elderberries are a natural source of vitamin A, C, and E, and contain antioxidants that may help fight free radicals. The gummies and syrup have a delicious berry flavor and are easy to incorporate into my daily wellness routine. They're dairy, egg, gluten, nut, soy, and wheat-free, vegan and vegetarian friendly, and they do not have any artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. Visit SambucolUSA.com, and that's spelled S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L-U-S-A.com, and use my code MOMSENSE15 to receive 15% off your order of $9.99 or more. This offer is valid for U.S. customers only. Sometimes parents need a little reminder that our health comes first, and Sambucol can help. As I learned more of the intricacies of how I actually am and how to make it work for me and my unique life, it felt so much better and that I had been living out of my conditioning and not who I am and my health improved and all the things. So it's not that you have to stop living your life the way that you were. You can still live your full life. You just learn how to live in a way that is self-honoring and feels good so that you actually can sustain it and enjoy it versus feeling like you're getting clobbered by it and you're in this state of resistance. If you're one of those people that feels like, oh, every day I'm waking up and I'm exhausted or every time I come home from being out, I feel like I want to kill myself or I'm exhausted or like I feel like I'm constantly like just like my calendar runs my life or I'm constantly feeling like anxious or this all these. That's because you probably don't have practices and routines and things built in that are supporting what's best for you. And by understanding your unique design, you can you can create um, a system and a flow that is in support of who you are aligned to be. Hi there, it's Kanika. Get ready for another season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview global thought leaders on their life stories, the legacy they're passing on to their kids, and of course, their mom sense and dad sense superpower. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Hey, I'm Daphne Oz. Hi, I'm Shawnee Darden. Hi, this is Chris Lynn. Hi, I'm Bob Nishamalan. Hi, this is Tony Leroy. Hi, I'm Shannon Lee. Hi, I'm Farnoosh Tarabi. Hi, this is Michael Perry, founder of Maple. And you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's our mission to be inclusive. So we're having dads pull up a seat at the table. Tune in to my new monthly segment, What Matters Most with Maple, featuring my co-host, Michael Perry, tech founder and devoted father of two. Thank you to my brand partners, community, and you, yes, you, for making this podcast possible. Episodes release every Thursday. Join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Are you feeling burnt out? Are you losing it with your kids and snapping at your partner? We have all been there and today's expert is going to help us get through our breakdown to make way for our breakthrough. 
Misha Vayner is a trauma-informed holistic health and well-being coach and the founder of the mindful brand, Your Well Guide. Through her platform and services, she helps women find alignment in their bodies and their lives so they can live abundant lives that they were destined for. Through her stress-free, inside-out approach to self-healing and self-mastery, she creates harmony in the interior realms, resulting in optimal well-being, freedom from stuck, and a realization of self-worth, allowing women to step into their innate power, glow, and flow. Misha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Hanika. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. Me too. And you are glowing today. So (laughs) (laughs) we want to know all the deets and and learn from the master. Let's start from the beginning. I I want to just share how how we met. And and it's a funny story because I met your mom, Arunanti, first. So Arunanti knows my mom and my aunt back in the day from their days in Bombay. And of course, stayed in touch once they immigrated to the States. And so I met her at family events and weddings. And then again, in my later career, when I was a journalist and like in the South Asian media space. So I worked with her a lot. She was a pioneer for South Asians in New York uh, when she started the Indian American Arts Council and the New York Indian Film Festival, IAAC and NIAF, um, respectively. And it's just, it's no wonder that your mom is a trailblazer and you are too. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I like literally have tears coming up because honestly, she has been such an inspiration for me. And I, yeah, thank you for those kind words. Of course, of course. Um, so tell us a bit about your childhood. What were some of the values and the traditions and like fun family things that you would do growing up? As you mentioned, my mom was very involved in art in the culture and through her, like what she did in her organization was really bringing um, an awareness of South Asian arts to the U.S. But she not only was passionate about the representation of her culture, but really passionate about exposing herself and myself and my sister to all cultures and and really had a, a deep passion for um, the beauty and richness and vibrance that exists in all global cultures and all people and I remember when I was a child and we were traveling when I was five and I remember all of our my other friends in like kindergarten, first grade were going to like Disney World and I was like, I'm seeing Giza. We were going to like Egypt and seeing different countries and I remember that really gave me this connection to all different cultures and an awareness and appreciation for everyone and that I think has given me one, the appreciation of, uh, you know, an empathy and an understanding and an ability to connect to different types of people and really love each person for who they are. But I think it gave me this um, ability to see how beautiful um, being unique is and that has like allowed me to be the most fully expressed version of myself, be like a unicorn and really love like my weirdness and all the unique parts of myself versus feeling like I had to fit into a box and feeling like I had to be um, play down any of my traits. And so I think the, um, the exposure to arts, culture and the world were the biggest gift in both me stepping more fully into myself and not having to dampen it and being able to appreciate people for who they are and love their uniqueness and weirdness, if you will. I want to take it back to, you know, your own trauma, your own behaviors that you had to unlearn and 
you know, I know this firsthand because we're friends, but even like the trust issues that you faced because you had people in your life that betrayed you, you know? And so I feel like all of those things, we all have something something that we're dealing with. And so whatever that thing is for you, it's going to creep back up in your adult life. And so tell us about when you had a point in your life where you hit rock bottom. And then from there decided I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to live like this anymore. And then that's that's why not only did you achieve your own breakthrough, you're helping others do that. I had a business about 10 years ago that um, I had two partners. Those two people were people I trusted implicitly. And the Cliff Notes story of that is that they deeply betrayed me and that led to a $5 million lawsuit and um, crippled my business, which was like a pipe dream from when I was a child, I put everything into it. And aside from the, aside from the actual like grief of losing something that was truthfully like my first child, but in addition to that, the, the feelings of betrayal and the loss of my ego and the, you know, public failure and disappointment to the parent, like all of those things, you know, it was a very emotionally catastrophic experience because I had low self-worth, which is something that we'll talk about in a minute, but because I had low self-worth, because I didn't believe in myself, because I had my own deep traumas, I was actually inviting people in that knew that they could take advantage of me. And I was welcoming that with my weak boundaries, with my not stating, you know, my my voice, holding my ground. Um, Because to be loving doesn't mean to be weak. Like you can have a boundary and be loving. But I invited it in because I didn't stand in my power. Right. I, I allowed that to happen. And so my lesson in that beyond a lot of the other healing that was involved in this journey to speak to the piece you brought up about the trauma and the worth, you know, that did come from my upbringing, my lack of self-worth and for no fault of anyone's, but like there were certain family dynamics that led to that. And so my healing in that was, you know, I, I got diagnosed with one stress-related disorder after another. Um, I couldn't walk. My brain shut down. I literally had, I had rectal bleeding. I had insomnia. I had digestive issues, all of these things, because right when my business closed, I also got proposed to for my husband. I was petrified of any legal agreements after that. So I was like, no, hold on. I don't trust anybody. I didn't trust myself was the truth. But then, and then as having, as much as we love them, traditional Indian parents. And now I was felt like a failure because I, my business closed and now I'm pregnant and I'm unwed. And my parents wanted me to have this whole public affair. And I was like, I literally can't, like, I have no interest. I'm so depleted after opening and closing a business and being all these things. And now I'm also pregnant. Like I don't have the energy to put on a whole full out Indian thing. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Also like, because I was still in that place of like, being completely clobbered emotionally as much as I quote unquote tried to use my voice. I, I still wasn't standing in my power. I felt like powerless. And I felt like I, I was kind of like following through the motions of what my Indian parents wanted, but it was, right. I continued, I, I had a baby, I hit rock bottom and, you know, like I literally couldn't function. And one day I was trying to, at this point now, my 
So I had, by the time I would finish writing a sentence, I couldn't remember what I said at the beginning. So I had to reread it when my husband, I'd watch my husband, like walk out of the room and a sec after watching him walk out, I didn't know where he went. It was like, I was had like um, dementia or something. Every joint in my body hurt. Um, I couldn't lose any weight. It was all stuck on me. I had like, no matter what I did, none of the things that used to work for me worked. I was nauseous all the time. I was crying all the time. I was up in the middle of the night all the time. I had night sweats. Like it, the lit, I had about 65 different ailments. And one day I got to a point where I was driving and I couldn't even put my foot on the gas or on the brake to stop the car because it hurt so bad. And oh while God. I was also experiencing like stuff coming out of like my other parts of my body. And I was like, literally nothing in my body works. And I'm in so much pain. Like I need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Once I got to the root and learned it was all from stress, I kept trying to do everything I could on the surface to heal it. I was like, I took what was going to yoga. I was going to meditation. I was going to Buddhist uh, meditation centers. I was doing all the things. I kept getting diagnosed. Finally, they were like, I, I kept saying like, I'm not stressed. I don't understand why you're telling me like I'm stressed. And I was like, I was like, I'm doing the yoga. I'm doing the meditation. And then I was like, okay, I guess the tests don't lie. Like you're obviously this keeps coming up for a reason. What is the, um, how do I actually figure out how to be a working mom of at this point three, cause I had three kids in three years and not be stressed. And um, I learned that the root cause of the stress was my disconnect from myself. And as I worked on healing the trauma pattern of stepping in, like learning to love myself, realizing that we all come here as like literally like perfect. And it's, and that like, it's a smooth, as I could learn to love myself exactly how I am, not like when I lose the weight, not when I get rid of these things, not but because of achieving this goal or not like literally exactly as I am, when I started to love myself from that place and heal that piece of me, then actually everything, it was like a ripple effect. All of a sudden the weight dropped off. My eye, my eyes started to sparkle. All of my ailments went away and I'm not exaggerating. I realized that like I was creating the stress in my body. Wow. Now that is like my, my, my journey. It's like a cliff notes of the journey of like, the truth of it is like the more we can really just give ourselves more grace and and it doesn't happen overnight because these are really deep deep embedded patterns that we've kind of make our body believes are true and our nervous yeah. system is attuned to them thinking that they're true but as we can sort of release those patterns and decondition from them and realign from that place we um that's how that's that's how i kind of transform things so how did you achieve that? And let's start with, with mental. How did you get your mindset, you know, to be? Yeah, I think like, honestly, there's a few, there's the, well, there's umpteen ways, but I'll start with, I'll share a few of my, as it relates to what I just shared to make it connect. But, you know, if you struggle with um, self-worth and, you know, um, body image or things like that, that I know a lot of moms struggle with, particularly after you have kids, like something that was really, really, really powerful for me is this practice called mirror work. You literally have to look yourself in the mirror, do it for 21 days, make eye contact with yourself, like tell yourself that you love yourself and literally speak, like tell, say three things that you love about yourself while maintaining connection every day. Wow. It feels really, really, really uncomfortable, which is 
a clear reflection of how disconnected we are. From I our- know, I know. We, we're so quick to compliment our kids and other people. Right, exactly. It's, but then it's like, we'll shit all over ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And so that process was so awakening for me. And I actually did it way longer than 21 days because I needed to. And I yeah. still... I still do it when I feel that like, but it actually really does help you start to, and then in that process, if you start to feel, cause you're going to hear our ego mind. So actually let's take our ego mind when, you know, can get in the way and start to be like, that's bullshit. No, your, your wrinkles, you're this, your, your gut, your, whatever it is. Yeah. Doing morning pages, which is um, a practice that when you first wake up, you're familiar, right? Yeah. Well, I heard it first to heard about it from um, the artist's way. Yes. From Julia. Yes. 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 Yeah. But then second from you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because you're, you're just really big on, on journaling. And it was one of the um, meetings that you had and events that you had. And it was, it was great to be able to write my thoughts out, let them just pour onto the paper without me really being calculated and premeditated about it. So what? tell us yeah, what morning pages actually is and how, how we can apply it. Ideally, you do it first when you wake up in the morning or at least sometime in the morning because it allows you access to your subconscious, which is really where a lot of like the rewiring happens and where it gives you this access to almost like, you know how like when you're in like a dream state, you are get access to that. So it's that same thing. However, really, I do it whenever I can, because let's be honest, mom life. But yes, you know, so what you do is you want to first just start you start free writing like anything that's coming out, you literally want to keep your pen moving for like seven pages. And even if you think you have nothing to say, which is nonsense, because we all have so much going on in our minds, you actually can like just force yourself to say like, I have nothing to say when you get your pen writing it literally will start going. The reason it's so powerful is because number one, when you are writing, your ego mind is quiet. So all of the things that you typically would judge yourself, you actually can hear the truth of what things are when you journal, instead of being like, no, you can't do that. You're too this or too that. Like when you're journaling, like, I'm amazing. Like, (laughs) or you can hear it. No, that's not true. I know, you know, you can literally, that happens. The other piece is it allows you to unload all of the things that have been stuck within you that create so much space, but also give you so much clarity to the things that we find ourselves spinning about during the day. So for example, you know, when you're, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone or you're talking to someone and you feel like you think you need advice and you're talking and then you're like, oh, I just figured it out myself. Well, that kind of happens when you're morning pages because you have the space, but as busy moms, we often don't have the space. So we have things like running the show in the back, taking up all the space. But really when we create just a few minutes to get it out, we actually get the clarity and release that and unblock so much stuff, like use it as so one, an opportunity to like, hear the truth of who you are, two, to unload all of these things. Three, it also gives you, you kind of start to like get a lot of energy, motivation and inspiration because when you're in that place, you're almost like, and I want to do this and I want to do this. You know, you get like very, I, you, by the end, I'm like fired up about my, my own, like I've inspired myself and yeah. it's a beautiful way to start the day and like set intentions and say, like, even if you don't know the what really dropping into your body and asking yourself, like, how do I want to feel today? And letting that be the guide as to like what the day looks like. I'm um, really honoring. Cause I think the 
biggest key here is being really getting used to being self-honoring because we have become so conditioned to do what we should do and conditioned out of the truth of where we are. But when we connect with ourselves and we can honor what our body is really telling us, because our body is really like, you know, gives us the truth, then we can start to be more in alignment with what the truth of who we are and um, what we desire and what our bodies are asking us to be and to feel and to live out to be. So yes. I think those two, like just in the interest of time, I think those are two ways from a mental, what, did we start yes. with mental? mental, yeah. Hi listeners, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new podcast I've been listening to called Baby or Bust. Fertility doctor and influencer, Dr. Laura Shaheen, assembles medical experts and former infertility patients to guide anyone who's trying to conceive. Dr. Shaheen and her guests work together to shatter myths around fertility and miscarriages and provide emotional support for everyone's individual journey. Topics include the price for various fertility treatments, how common miscarriages really are, and what affects male infertility, as some examples. And to boot, Dr. Shaheen is a double board certified reproductive endocrinologist, best-selling author, and professor at the University of Washington. She has spoken on a myriad of topics, including infertility in the Black community, in hopes of increasing awareness and making resources more accessible. So be sure to subscribe to Baby or Bust on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now, back to the interview. And then let's go into, I love that you're talking about now what's manifesting in the body. So let's go into Mm -hmm. physical from there. Yeah. So... Firstly, I think from a physical standpoint, the first thing is to literally drop into our bodies every morning, but and like asking our body, like what it desires from like a movement standpoint. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go do a boot camp class at all, but we do have stuck energy in our bodies every day, just as we do as humans, we are energy. So we're absorbing energy from other people, from all different things. And if we don't move it out, it really does start to like, create stuff. Yeah. You know, it depends on where you are in your cycle and it depends on like what's going on in your life. There's a lot of different things that play into it, but I would say really connecting with what movement feels aligned. Even that could be if you're like, I like to, if I'm in a time crunch or if I don't have, you know, you could literally even put on some music for 15 minutes, get into your body and dance or do like some shaking, which is like a Chinese new medicine thing where you literally just like start to shake and jump and like literally physically start to like push out. Cause when you use like an act of almost pushing with your hands, it's almost like physically like that force of getting energy out. You could do that. Or even if it's a walk and then obviously all the way through to like all the other types of movement from like yoga to like weightlifting to running to whatever works for you and your time and your body um, of just moving that stuck energy, I would say is one way of clearing and getting, it also gives you the opportunity to connect with uh, the rhythm of your body that is not sort of clouded by the energy we've taken in, but actually what's true to you, because that's a big piece too, is like, 
we often, particularly if you're a highly sensitive person, if you're an empathic person, we often can get confused as to what's our energy and what someone else's. Like we have a crying kid and they're upset and now we're upset. Being able to distinguish that by releasing that going and going, you know, going into a, a room alone often is really important because you can literally like diffuse that energy. And then I think another thing from a physical standpoint is like, I know this sounds like really silly, but it's the truth because it's the simplistic things that are the most important. I think starting every morning with water um, to hydrate. Well, so many of us actually think to get energy, we need to start the day with coffee, but it actually, after you think about it, after sleeping for eight hours and sweating, we're actually in breathing for eight hours or however long you're actually dehydrated and you'd be surprised how if you first do the water, how much energy you have, and you'll start to see how it actually like gets everything moving much quicker. And it really just gives you this clear connection. So the water and the moving, I would say are like, they're very simple and basic. It's not anything you haven't heard, but I feel that those are like, from a, like a basic standpoint, like two things that one should do. And then, and then getting your body moving. I mean, you, you like CrossFit and I feel like I, I, I love doing it too. I like orange theory. I feel like, you know, there's just something about the hit training because it's these short yet like powerful spurts that you're, you're going into this anaerobic phase with your body. When I actually was healing from stress, um, I actually, the, all of the physical, all of that was actually sending my body worse. It was actually causing, I was in a, when you're in a stress response, doing output on that level actually causes more stress in your body and caused me to hold on to more fat. Mm. And so it's really very much a customized thing because I think a lot of women are really, really struggling because they're doing a lot of the like I had a trainer like doing the boot camp and the trainers and the orange theory and the things, and then they're frustrated. They're not losing the weight and their body is actually asking them for um, the opposite. And so I would say that if you are, so on the, you really want to check in with your body. And there's a few things. Number one, cycle syncing is really important because when you're in the luteal phase, which is right before you get your period. And by the way, there, this is applies, even if you're a non-menstruating woman, in the luteal phase before you get your period, you're actually supposed to be doing like 300, eating 374 less calories. You're supposed to be doing lots more introverted things. You're supposed to be um, doing more yoga and Pilates and not boot camp and not those things. When you do those things during that period, you're actually causing havoc on your hormones, which is then going to cause you to hold on to fat. When you're in the follicular phase, you want to be doing, that's when you actually, your pheromones are going and you're feeling better about yourself. You actually look better. You should be exerting more energy, doing more of like the, you know, the boot camp, the running, more of that thing. And so to answer your question, like you want you buy, I love the app Flow Living. It's a free app and you can put in your period. It'll tell you exactly where you are on your cycle and what you should be doing. So I would A, recommend looking into where you are in your cycle and aligning your workouts that way, because that'll allow you to be in flow with your body, which will help you be more aligned. Yes. The thing that's really important is if you are feeling depleted and you're frustrated that you're not losing weight, the first thing I would look at is your adrenals. Your adrenals, maybe like if you're the type of person that you're waking up and you're tired, your adrenals might be taxed and that probably is because, and your cortisol is probably too low in the morning. We think that we, our cortisol is too high when we're stressed. When it gets too low, that means that they are so burnt out that they're actually too low. And in order to like support that, you actually need to do a lot more restorative things to help 
restore your adrenals. Um, yes. And then you actually will start to build up the energy. And so all this to say, yes, strength training is really important, but you and boot camp is really important. And like that type of um, hit and like high intensity, like metabolic conditioning things. However, you want to make sure it's at the right time in your cycle. And you want to make sure that you have a strong enough foundation that you've restored yourself enough that your adrenals are healthy enough for your body to be able to benefit from that. Um, And now let's go into spiritual. Uh, One thing that I learned from you is like knowing your human design and you're so attuned to, you know, the seven chakras. And it's just, it's so interesting. You are a wealth of knowledge, Misha. (laughs) <laughs> um, but you know, we, we can't download all of it or, or, or find, you know, all the information out there. Um, but tell us like in something that you've implemented in your programs, how we can connect to our spirituality and feel like, you know, I know who I am in my soul. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Best question ever. (laughs) Yes. So, okay, exactly. So one, since you brought up human design, so human design is a based on your exact birthday and time. And like, there's a specific blueprint and like, you're basically wired to be a certain way when you come into this earth before you're conditioned outside of that and how you are energetically wired, how you're supposed to be responding to things, how you best communicate with people, how you best, um, how your talents and gifts can be best expressed and how, to your point, you can step into how you can embody your truest expression of yourself. And when you do that, literally everything clicks from health to life to everything. And So like human design, it brings in, it's like a compilation of draws from the Tai Ching, from astrology. What are the other things? Oh my goodness. The chakra system. Oh geez, I'm forgetting the other ones. But basically from like about four, four or five different places, it draws in and it gives you this really dialed in impression or understanding of who you are. And by doing this, it's actually extremely eye opening because it's almost like a when you learn how you are actually designed to be the truth of who you are, it actually can be like this. It's like you're finally getting the permission slip and and like you're it's like this knowing that lives within you that you've been waiting to hear these words your whole life. It feels like this remembrance and coming home, but also feels very jarring initially because you're like, wait, what? Like, as you know, you brought, you know, you know, my mom and I came from like a very social Indian family. And I, I'm what's called a self-projected projector. And uh, which is somebody who is, like I'm supposed to be resting a lot. I'm very, I have almost all open centers, which makes me someone who I don't, don't have a motor. So I don't have an energy mm. source, which means that I need a lot of rest. And when I'm around people, I take in a lot of energy, which burns me out and which yeah. I actually need to not be social. And I am very much an introvert. And at first I was like, what? Because I had spent my entire life being like, a social butterfly. And I was initially like a little bit defensive and didn't play. But the point is, as I learned more of the intricacies of how I actually am and how to make it work for me and my unique life, I all of a sudden like realized that like it felt so much better and that I had been living out of my conditioning and not 
who I am and my health improved and all the things. If I know I have plans, somebody wants, it asks me to have plans on such and such day. And I know that that day I already have something with my kids. Like I, I basically make, I'm very clear with my boundaries to ensure that I don't burn myself out. I plan, yeah. I don't plan things during my luteal phase. I don't plan anything external. I'll make sure that when I plan meetings with people, it's during a time of my in my life, in my cycle, that I actually have the bandwidth for it. I'll make yeah. sure that I buffer it where I have enough rest before and after. I'll make sure that I'm not doing a, a lot of external things around that in all aspects of my life. And then I make sure that I'm like taking a bath that day without some salt. I'll make sure that I'm doing the things so that I'm feeling good and doing. So it's not that you have to stop living your life the way that you were. You can still live the fullest expression of, you can still live your full life. You just learn how to live in a way that is self-honoring and feels good so that you actually can sustain it and enjoy it versus feeling like you're getting clobbered by it. And you're in this state of resistance. If you're one of those people that feels like, oh, every day I'm waking up and I'm exhausted. Or every time I come home from being out, I feel like I want to kill myself or I'm exhausted. Or like, I feel like I'm constantly like, just like my calendar runs my life or I'm constantly feeling like anxious or there's all these, that's because you're probably don't have practices and routines and things built in that are supporting what's best for you. And by understanding your unique design, you can, you can create um, a system and a flow that is in support of who you are aligned to be. You've helped so many women through your programs. Can you share some success stories with us? Oh my God. Yes. So I'll say share one of them. What my client, Gabby, she is a co- corporate lawyer, a mom of three boys under eight and came to me feeling like she what didn't feel the work in the world she was doing in this line with her purpose. She was feeling highly anxious, didn't know who she was at, now that she had had all the children and was in motherhood. She felt like she didn't know who she was anymore who, what her role was. She was holding on to about 10 pounds of weight that she just couldn't lose no matter what. She was constantly feeling plagued by um, childhood trauma. Been uh, She's been on medication and was being seeing a therapist for decades, um, had tried everything and just wanted to feel really grounded and centered and good in her body and in her life. And, oh, she was at not in a good place with her husband. Okay. After the first eight weeks working together, she all the weight fell off without us even literally talking at all about nutrition. It was simply through us doing inner alignment. No, she worked through things she had been trying to work with her therapist for decades and weeks. She completely released like so much, like completely centered, grounded, meditates every day. So do her kids started having sex with her husband for the first time after a year and in the bathtub of all places, like she was like now on fire. They're really yeah. <laughs> on fire. She started like a whole new organization outside of her work as a corporate lawyer, because she had that much space, space and energy. Um, she started to get like, felt really, really connected and inspired by her work and started turning down job interviews because she was so happy. She realized she actually was happy and just her entire life transformed. And we spent, it was a, it's a six month container that we've still been working on, but everything was done in the first two months. And now we've been able to go deeper and deeper. And she actually just posted in my Facebook group this morning saying that she had like, despite her having the most hellish week, she was bragging that like, 
She didn't need anyone or anything to help her because she had all the inner tools to navigate it with like, as like such a boss. Um, So she's feeling so good. And she's like thinking about going off. We're starting to get her off her medications um, because she doesn't need them anymore. She doesn't drink anymore. She didn't use this, like gave up all her coping mechanisms. She's just so good within. Is there a mom sense moment you remember where you trusted your intuition? And I feel like you're, I'm sure you just think of, you, you go with that gut feel with everything you do, but um, but is there one anecdote you can share where you're like, I, I trusted my mom sense and it, it steered me in the right direction? Yeah, actually, th- this one's coming up for me out of nowhere is that, so I had three home births and my first one with Drew, my oldest, I remember intuitively when I was in labor feeling like, I remember saying to my midwife, like something's not working. Like I mm. was trying to come out, but she wasn't. And actually this midwife was not nice and actually was like, well, that's because the baby's stubborn like her mom. Like who the heck says that to a oh, Yeah. Oh my God. Out that. So she, had, I was, the, Drew was actually asynclitic, which is like when the baby's head is cocked to the side instead of like the smallest po- portion of the head um, molding to go through the birth canal and being able to easily come out. It's the widest part and they can't mold. So it actually can't get out. And because I said that, and she was, even though she was like, not nice to me. I remember like, usually I would like quiet, but you know, a woman in labor, you're not going to quiet down. And I right, was like, right. No. And I called over my doula and I had her. So she called in a backup birth team and the, she was like, yeah, she's right. So what the baby's asynclitic, like let's, so we did these like crazy medieval things to reposition the baby. And then the baby came out, but I just feel like that. I know that has nothing to do with your talking about, but it was like that moment of like how we actually in anything we, our body knows, and we not just when we're in labor always. And with, if as mothers, we can connect to that same feeling of our knowing and do that same speak in the same way we would in labor always and just honor ourselves with that. It doesn't have to be rude, but really, I think that was like the biggest moment of like, always be a woman in labor that just knows what the F she wants. Yes. It <laughs> stands in her power and follows that her body. Right. Let's not forget our quote of the day. Is there a quote that you live by? Um, if we feel good, if you, if it doesn't feel good, you shouldn't be doing it. I really uh-huh. believe that our bodies know. And if it uh, into our, our body tells us, and we're like, it doesn't feel good. We oftentimes like that's a guidepost. It might be good for someone else, whether we're in a fitness class or whether we're going to a dinner, we don't want to, but like, there's a reason and our, our bodies don't lie. And you may not, it may take a minute for your brain to catch up, or you might find out 10 years later, but trust it. It's now time for Mom Hall, when we share products we love. Is there a, I feel like there's probably going to be a ton of products that you um, swear by that are just making your life simpler, healthier, better? Yes. Oh my God. So I actually am I'm obsessed with chlorophyll water and I actually can give you a code to include later, but yes, um, it's so freaking good. So I don't drink coffee just because of for various health reasons, but by me putting in chlorophyll water in my water every morning, I literally, you get so much energy and it gives you so much mental clarity. And it's literally like natural energy. It's like, it's the thing that gives me, it's fully green because it's exactly what's giving the plants the the color. It's 
the vibrance that we need. So many of us are dehydrated and we don't even know because we're not even drinking like because of all the things in our water. And so chlorophyll water has really helped with hydration, energy, brain fuel, all of those things. And it's so natural and good. This was such a fun, enlightening chat. And I feel like, you know, even though we're friends, I've gotten a chance to get to know you even more. And I'm so excited for our listeners and viewers to know about you too. And I want you to share your upcoming program because I know it's going to resonate with so many of you. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so excited for my, I have a program called Glow and Flow that is launching now. It starts in March and it is a six month program where we basically take you from you know, wherever you are, we meet you where you are to releasing all those patterns we talked about, deconditioning from all the trauma, all the stress, all the things that are taking you outside of yourself. We create inner alignment in your bodies and then help to bring you, like step you into glowing and flowing in life. We harmonize your entire system and we go through everything. You're going to get sleep hygiene. You're going to get um, balancing, like, you know, your chakras and the masculine and the feminine. You're going to get movement, nutrition, all of this, by the way, catered specifically for busy moms that don't have time um, because that was me. And that, so this is a program where the, you can, we go weekly, we have weekly calls. There's two pods of five where I'm um, two pods. Yeah. Five women each. So it's a small, intimate community. You're going to build sisterhood. You're going to get really personalized guidance and we will, I'll guide you every step of the way to your fully expressed, most aligned, lit up self. It's really comprehensive. You do not have to worry about if it feels too labor intensive because it's all about created in a way where you can like listen to the things at any given point. You can have the trainings forever. You can do none of them if you want, but if you just show up for the calls and I will do the rest, um, you will never look back. Um, But the truth of it is, is when you... You're by the end of this program, you will be fully equipped from within to feel at ease and in flow in your body and your life in a way that you'll no longer need to search externally for answers or constantly try the next thing because you'll have it all from within. That is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Love you. Thank you for listening to my interview with Misha Vayner. She is a light, isn't she? In fact, one of our favorite songs is India Ari's I Am Light that she introduced me to. If you want to know more about her and create your own breakthroughs, I would encourage you to avail her one free hour breakthrough session for all of my listeners. You can join her on IG at Misha Vayner, M-I-S-H-A-V-A-Y-N-E-R, and tell her that you're a That's Total Mom Sense listener, and you will receive $100 off her Glow and Flow program. And the Glow and Flow program that she mentioned starts on Monday, March 7th. And Misha has a Facebook group called Feel Good Wellness, where you get daily support, accountability, and a community of other mamas that are on their well-being journey. If you are loving That's Total Mom Sense, show me some love. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All those ratings really, really help. You can write to me at thatstotalmomsense at gmail.com. I love reading the fan mail and your feedback. Remember, always trust your mom sense and your dad sense. Stay strong, super parents. See you next time.
total mom sense.